Hello. Hello. Hi, Em. Hey. Hey, Dina. <laughs> Welcome to Breathing Spaced podcast with Dina and Emily. Yeah, it's been way too long since we've done this, I feel like. Been a while. And we're just slowly getting adjusted to getting used to the microphone yes and these headphones so like everything just all the things all right the now. things just bear with us because it might be a weird episode i have a feeling that's what's gonna happen um so oh, thank you for gosh. joining <laughs> yeah thanks for being here episode two um how did you feel about episode one honestly i think i tend to be a little hard on myself so there was a lot of things that I looked at that I was like, I don't want to do that next time. But yeah. you have to start somewhere. Oh my gosh. And especially if you've never done this before. Yeah. I mean, I haven't either. No. So I think this is a great learning experience for both of us. Mm-hmm. Did you listen to the podcast? I did. Which I know is... you said you listened to half of it. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if you listened to the whole thing. Did you? Oh, yeah. I, but I love, <laughs> I don't want to say I love critiquing myself, but um, whatever I can do to maybe make it a little bit of a better experience for That's everybody beautiful. next time. That's beautiful. Um, yeah, like I said the word um a lot. Yeah. You know, just just stuff that just happens. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, that's like kind of who we are. And I don't want to be a- apologetic for it. But no. maybe we can clean it up a little bit. Well, I'm speaking for no. myself. Same. same. Clean it up. We're just going to clean that shit right on up. <laughs> <laughs> cleaning up house right here people all right so before we get into what we're going to talk about today um again welcome and we just want to let you know once again that we are not professional doctors Mm -hmm. therapists we're not professional therapists and um these conversations that we have are from our own personal experiences and so Please do not take anything that we say, you know, super to heart and and you feel like you need to make any kind of decisions that we make or made. Um, But if you do need any type of help Mm -hmm. or if you want any kind of, you know, if you want to talk to someone about what's going on in your life, please seek some professional counsel. Mm -hmm. Your therapist, your doctor. Um you mentioned online yeah there's it's called i wrote talk space that's what you said yeah. um yeah it's like an online community and people can you know they have like professional counselors and therapists on there so if you don't want to see somebody in person that's always a great option and to like you know look in your local area for like crisis numbers and it's not you don't have to be in crisis it's just kind of nice to be able to talk to somebody about what you're going through so don't ever feel like weird about seeking out help because sometimes you just need that and that's okay absolutely i agree 100 percent. and maybe we'll put a couple links in for stuff like that in our bio or somewhere on our instagram page Mm -hmm. so you have access to that yeah we will definitely do that but the topic that we decided we wanted to touch base on today is healing and what healing means to both of us and maybe our personal journey towards healing. Mm-hmm. And Em, I wanted to ask you, what does healing mean to you? Hmm. 
Healing means to me being able to find balance in your mind, your body, and your spirit, but also honoring where you are in the moment and not and not being so hard on yourself. Truly just giving yourself the love for where you're at in the moment and, and just recognizing that. Yes, I like that. Balance. Um, balance is everything. And I'm I'm curious to know too, you know, what what do you think of with healing? Uh, healing? I think healing is a process that we have to go through with almost everything. I don't know. I feel like I've had to heal from all sorts of things, whether it's something as extensive as trauma to maybe just getting over like a sickness or something. Like healing yeah. comes in all sorts of shapes and forms, I guess. Um but I think it's growing. Healing to me is growing. Um, I had to, you know, I've done a lot of healing in my days and, I, and I'm going to continue to do so. I will, so, and, and, and growing too. I'm going to continue to grow and learn, right? So I think healing is just part of that process. I think maybe it's part of the bigger picture. I don't, Yeah. I'm not sure, but healing is a great is great i love healing it's beautiful Mm -hmm. and it's also it's also ugly sometimes you know like goodness yeah you know somebody explained healing to me as like you know you're the onion and you just keep peeling back all of these different layers which i'm sure you've probably heard and i think it's just so true because you know some days we're okay and other days we feel like absolute shit yes And that's just part of the layer where you're at. And it's not like, you know, it's not right or wrong. It's just one of those things that you have to honor. And and that can be the hardest part throughout your healing journey. I agree. Um, And like you said earlier, too, like not being so hard on yourself. So while you're healing, it's very easy, I think, for people to, yeah, just kind of like slam into themselves and be like, what's wrong with you? And get over it and suck it up. And it... I also think other people don't sometimes help the situation. Like, it depends on the situation, like, where you come from family-wise or, you know, wherever you come from personal-wise. Like, sometimes there's people, like, bringing you down or telling you to do things that you kind of were raised to believe that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. For me, I was def- I, a lot of tough love in my family. How about you? I think it was... I don't know. I wouldn't say it was like a lot of tough love. I would say it's more of just like not honoring where I was in that moment. Like, not that being sensitive was bad necessarily, but it wasn't understood as much as I would have hoped. Yeah. To create that sense of like empathy. Yeah. You know. I agree. Yeah. I totally hear you. Um, Yeah. Just for me, it was like growing up. You know, if something were to happen and I would have this emotional reaction to it, it was, like, unacceptable. Like, suck it up. Like, there's nothing to be upset about. Like, basically, like, don't express yourself. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just keep all the emotions inside. Which, to heal, I mean, you need to be. Yeah. expressive and emotional I mean I don't think there's anything wrong with being emotional now back then yeah of course I thought it was a stigma I didn't think it was okay to be emotional you were embarrassed yep 
I was embarrassed, I should say, when I like cried in public. Me too. You know, like because people just look at you like, how dare you? What is wrong with that girl? Yeah, right. Like, is she okay? Did her boyfriend dump her? Like, what happened? <laughs> um, but the truth is, no one knows what the mm-hmm. hell you're going through. No. no one knows. So those people who maybe were just like staring at you, like giving you this look of like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on over there? Um, you know, we don't know everyone's whole story, you know? So I think there is this awful stigma where people need to, I don't know, just not letting people be emotional. Like, let the people feel the feels. Yes. Yeah? Yeah. 100%. <laughs> and I think, too, it, it's really unfortunate. Like, I've seen it, you know, with my, my husband and, like, my dad and, you know, I think especially for men, more so, like, it's, like, this idea that, okay, you have this more masculine energy, so you can't show emotion. And when you do, it has to be, like, this really traumatic event, like a funeral or, you know, whatever right. the case Like, is. have a reason. Have a reason, That's right? okay. Right. Instead of just, like, if you had a shitty day, which a lot of people have really shitty days, and it's okay to, like cry about it yeah there's been many times where I've cried at work because it's just like very overwhelming yeah but I think that now we're kind of going through this like I always say it's like the age of Aquarius like we really are starting to like change and kind of rebel against like the the ways that once were like we're getting out of that cycle so you feel like a shift oh 100 percent it's it's definitely taking time um, and there's still a lot of things that I feel like we need to do, but I think it's just that awakening process. Ooh, yeah, I like that awakening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know. Like, do you do you notice that around you? Yeah, I mean, well, I have definitely started. Okay, so let's go back a little bit. So for me personally, my healing journey really began not too long ago. Like I want to say maybe a few years ago. I mean, I, again, I'm always healing. I've always been through the process of healing, but I don't think I really was super mindful of it until a few years ago. Mm. And that's when I really started like going downhill with my health and my emotional mental wellness. And when I went to go see this awesome therapist that really helped me understand there were certain it helped me kind of look back and see that there were certain parts that were clicking and making sense but it wasn't until that moment where it all came together right so mm-hmm. yeah like for me it was just that's when it started happening was understanding myself and what i needed to heal with myself and um i had to rewire my brain i mm-hmm. had to totally rewire my brain And I think I mentioned in the first podcast briefly when we were kind of talking about our own personal stories to introduce everyone. I definitely would not, I don't think, even be in some of the positions that I am in right now if it wasn't for me. Like understanding that I needed to rewire my brain and to maybe go beyond and understand, which that was my awakening, I personally truly believe. So now that I'm awakened which I'm always learning how to be even more awakened. More woke. More woke. (laughs) Yes. Um, Like, I feel that it helps me better see and understand other things in the world. Mm. 
and everyone's connection. And my compassion level has like skyrocketed up. Like seriously, when I have noticed in myself and I have a lot of work to do, but I think I also mentioned this before, the judging situ- thing situation. Mm-hmm. Like I was raised in a very judgmental family and I still judge people and things and situations here and there but man if I compared myself now to who I was maybe five ten years ago I I, I'm pretty I guess I'm gonna pat myself on the back because I've come a long way yeah totally come a long way and I feel like I I can you know look at someone even if someone who kind of has said something to me to hurt me or maybe a situation that I don't 100% agree with but I can be like you know what Like, I don't know what that person's going through. And everyone has a story. I don't know theirs. Maybe it's none of my business to know at all. Just to know that, you know, maybe there's some shit going on in their life and I'm never going to understand it. And we all have shit. So I definitely feel like, and I've also, like, since being woke, people have come into my life. You definitely have, like, the universe has drawn us together and like so many other people that I have recently met that I w- would not even have thought I would meet so many awesome people and so being around people who kind of have these similar ideas and these similar you know mindset I feel like sometimes we can conquer the world together yeah. like we can help spread that and so as long as I keep checking in with myself and taking care of myself and spreading that those vibes I'm hoping like I can help push more of that healing and that you know wokeness yeah <laughs> you know what I mean so yeah. the answer to your question I guess is yes I, I do see it I, I do feel it um, but also it had to come from a place of myself I had to I had to awaken myself first to kind of see truly the awakening process that's happening around me so um it was, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, and I think that, yeah, it, it really is such a process. And it's funny, like, talking to you and, like, talking to other people who, you know, do feel more awakened to different energy and, you know, whatever mm-hmm. that might look like. And it's funny to hear just, like, people's stories of how, like, how they got there. And, like, for you, you know, that whole process of, like, rewiring your brain, like, really opened you up. And Mm -hmm. a lot of people, like, that I've met, it's it's a lot of kind of, like, health issues. Like, that was awakening, which I know that you personally have experienced those things, too. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's funny because I've never, and this is just my experience, but I've never met anyone who was, like, came out of the womb, like totally awakened with their family like they've always gone through all of these really maybe not intense things but just like a lot of struggles that helped them see like look the life I'm living right now is not isn't the life that I want to live you know it's like getting out of this box of like this American way of thinking like we need to have the big house the white picket fence we need to eat burgers all the time like you know, so it's that little box and it's just when you take that one step out of it, like your whole world just like. Yeah, it's scary. Opens up. Yeah, it's scary, but it is amazing. 
Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's hard because you still have a lot of your same friends that you value and right. family members. And, you know, finding a connection in a different way can be really, really hard, especially if it's so rooted in certain things like religion or whatever the case might be. Mm-hmm. So it's like you kind of don't want to awaken because you're comfortable. Well, yeah. And it, yeah. I mean, you, you totally kind of hit the nail on the head, I think. Like, think about it. Your family comes from, you know, a line of people that teach them what they want to know from their family, from their fa- This goes generations back. Yep. Like, our parents came from, you know, basically were molded to an extent from how their family raised them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it goes back, it goes way back. So it's like, I don't want to say it's like the game of telephone, um, where, like, you know, the story kind of gets molded into each family each generation and it kind of shifts a little bit with each new family but um there's a lot of like I don't know I just feel like there's just a lot of what we what they want people to learn they like you know I don't want to say brainwash I guess I'm trying to stay away from that word but but I feel like basically (laughs) they're brainwashing what they want Mm-hmm. them to know and what they feel like they truly believe and what they think is right instead of saying like hey the world is full of possibilities and it's up to you to make those choices and I'm going to stand by you while you figure it out and I'm not going to judge you I'm going to be here for you you know just because I believe this doesn't mean I'm right and you might find but that's mm-hmm. that's that's like the dream that's the dream conversation for me Which is so funny that you say that because for me, like growing up, my grandma is religious, but my mom and dad, they really don't go to church, but they believe in God as far as, you know, I understand. Mm -hmm. So growing up, we really never went to church. Like we never had this, I never had a set religion. I was always kind of religion hopping, I guess, to try to figure it out on myself and I was kind of angry about it, honestly, because I had all of these friends that were going to church and they had all of these set belief systems. And I felt for me, I wanted to fit in and I wanted to find something that was meaningful and purposeful. And because I didn't have that, I was like super frustrated. So, but I'm, I look back now and I'm very grateful because it's opened my eyes to understanding for me, this is just my experience that you know, my God is not in a box. You know, when you, when you look at religion, it's, for me, it's, it's not about these strict set ways. It's about honoring your neighbor, honoring each other and growing and transforming as a community as part of that process. Being kind. Yeah. So exactly. And spirituality is so important to me. So just being able to figure that out on my own was huge. And I guess like what it really all comes down to, whether, you know, and, and of course, again, how you're raised and the family situation that you come from definitely, I personally feel makes a huge impact on who you are. But I guess at the end of the day, it's our choice to figure out like what we choose to do. Yep. Um, and maybe it is having to go through a process when you're younger, not really being in a set religion, but feeling those feelings angry feelings or me growing up being Catholic and going through all the Catholic 
stuff that I had to go through. Um, and, you know, maybe I had to go through all that to understand at the end of the day, like, maybe this isn't for me, you know? Yeah. Um, I think at the end of the day, yeah, it's just you have to, maybe we all just get to this point where we have this choice. Well, we do have a choice. And we choose, like, all right, do I want to, like, continue with this pattern of life? Or do I want to step out of the box and take a chance? Yep. I mean, that's hard. It's super hard. I mean, you have all of these expectations from others, from your family, from your community, you know, whatever Mm -hmm. the case is. And it's kind of just like figuring out, that's the hardest part, I think, is figuring out what is it that you are meant to do on this earth? Like, what is your actual purpose? And I think I look at so many people and we're just wandering around the world trying to figure out our health, trying to figure out our purpose, because Mm -hmm. what is life if you're just working an eight to five that you hate every single day? Right. You know, for me, I, you know, my parent, my dad's a very hard worker. Like he grew up in poverty. So he made something out of himself, which is so admirable. But I, I look at that and I think that's not the life I want to work at a job that drains you where you can't be with your friends or your family. And it's just exhausting. But so many people have to do that because that's what they've been told their whole life. They don't know anything else, really. Have you ever asked your dad, like, like, is he like happy with that life? Like, is he like, if he were to choose something else, what would he have chosen to do? Like, do you ever question him? Oh, I've questioned him because his thing for me was, you know, it wasn't about, it was weird because he was always, you know, the eight to five, but he didn't want that for me. He would always say, I want you to find something that you're truly happy with. Mm -hmm. And so I would ask him, you know, he would, you know, say, I'm not happy at my job. So he did actually get another job recently that he loves. But for him, he, he loves working. Like he truly loves having that strict schedule, but he did want to open a pizza shop at one point in time. Yeah. So, but I think, I think a lot of people, they, they have all of these beautiful things, but it's that fear that gets in the way of them actually pursuing that. And I can speak for myself, you know? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And sometimes I do think too, uh, I, I feel like our country, tis of <laughs> America, um, I also think they kind of blow up that whole American dream, be an mm-hmm. entrepreneur, work for yourself or, you know, have this life or, you know, whatever. I, I do think too that it's, there's so many things blown out of proportion and it's oh. like, for me growing up and even in my early thirties, I was like, what am I doing with my life? You know, I feel like I have all these options. I have all these choices I can make. But, like, what's going to be best for me? Like, I and I was. I was very scared to, like, try certain things out because I'm, like, scared of failing and starting over again. And, like, my parents looking at me like, what are you doing now? Like, oh, my God, Dina. (laughs) Like, get it together. But, um, you know, I, I just think that this this life right now is so overstimulating like oh my god there's just so much out there and now in the internet like there's so much information at your fingertips so like no wonder like healing is such 
a big thing too nowadays is because I feel like we are constantly trying to heal from like all of this overstimulation and anxiety and depression and confusion and stress. Um, But yeah, I mean, for me, it's all about trial and error. I got to a point where I'm like, you know what? Try it on. Just try it on. Yeah. And if it doesn't work, move on. Yeah. And that's, it's so beautiful, like learning about yourself throughout your lifetime and figuring out, because you said it's trial and error. And I don't know if you've ever heard, do you do human design? Are you a human design person? So basically it's like a intense version of astrology, but it talks about how you can communicate effectively, all of these different things. And so for me, I'm a manifesting generator. And part Ooh. of my human design is trial and error. So I learn through others and I learn through doing things myself. And also a big thing as part of my healing process is I have to visualize things. And I also have to wait to respond to others before I make a decision. So that's why part of this healing journey for me is figuring out what resonates with me and honoring that because it's not about pleasing everybody else it's truly about just like sitting you know if somebody asks me to do something i used to before say yes to literally everything and i was super Were you the out. yes queen oh 100 percent. but now knowing that i sit with it for a day Unless it's a spontaneous thing and I'm just, like, feeling into it, then whatever. Which is important, too. Which is, yeah. But now for bigger decisions, I sit with it and then I go from my gut space and say, like, is is this a hell yes or a fuck no? (laughs) Because if it's a fuck no, then I'm not going to do it. Good. So. Good for you. So you're really listening to your intuition and, like you said, you're sitting with it and really kind of thinking it and thinking things through. That's great. I think that's good. Yeah, I want to do yours. I know. I feel like I I feel what you're saying a little bit. I definitely learn from other people. Um, I actually, there's a quote on my body, on my wrist. <laughs> she has tattoos. That I said, it says, <laughs> I promise you that I will learn from my mistakes. Oh. But it doesn't mean just from my mistakes. I think it's also other people's mistakes. You just kind of. You know, you just kind of, and not to say that it's a mistake. I mean, I guess mistake is a pretty strong word, but um, it's a cold play verse, okay, guys? But <laughs> my tattoo. That's beautiful. But, um, you know, I really do think like we all make decisions, and sometimes maybe, you know, they're not the best decisions, but you learn from them and you grow from them and you heal from them. And I do think you can do that with other people's too. And it's so, I agree with that. And I think that with your tattoo, my tattoo that you noticed today on my foot yeah, is actually, it's a Buddhist symbol and it's basically about reincarnation. So you learn from your past lives to mm-hmm. bring into this life. And then the cycle just keeps going because you're always learning, you're always growing, you're always evolving and knowing that in this lifetime, you are where you're meant to be. And just take it as a learning process. I love it. I actually read something somewhere um, about a, a, I don't know, a a medium. I don't think she's a well-known medium. But she was, someone asked her, you know, since she had connections to the other side or whatnot, what it meant to die and, you know, what, what was on the other side after you die. And she said from, you know, being in touch with all these 
souls and these, you know, these presence, presences or, you know, whatever it is. She said that basically what you do is you come back and you learn lessons. We're here mm-hmm. to learn lessons. And once we learn that lesson, it's like you kind of go up a notch on a ladder. Like, okay, you learned that lesson. Now let's come back and let's learn, you know, a new lesson. Yeah. Um, and so you keep learning these lessons until you get to the very top where you are like in awe or you've gotten to this point where you have learned what you needed to learn. And I just thought that was beautiful. I've never forgotten that. Yeah. I I was kind of reading something similar and kind of going off of this too is like when you – so we obviously learn from those past life experiences mm-hmm. and, and all of those sorts of things. But they, they said that – I can't remember where I was reading it, but they said that – before you come into the world, it's kind of like, depending on where you're at, vibrational wise, they look at earth as almost like a high school. So earth is your high school. And depending on what you do in high school can then lay out like where you go next. And I think about it. And you get to choose, right? Did you read that? Because I I think so. It's like you choose where you, what lesson you want to learn next or where you, you know, what, yeah what path you want to go yeah. next to lead you to the next yeah which is just so like what a like beautiful that. way of thinking of it because our souls are always there but it's recognizing what it's meant to do in this lifetime to to progress even further that's cool yeah i really i i like i like the idea of us being here to learn and to educate ourselves and and learn lessons and um because I, I feel like it makes everything kind of a lot more simpler. Yeah. You know, all that BS that we deal with on a day-to-day basis, it's like, psh. Well, right. And I love for you, it. it's so funny because you, whenever I think of death, not in a bad way, but I th- always think of you because you're so <laughs> fascinated with death. I am. I mean, you have that reminder on your phone, right? Uh, yep. And I just got a reminder on my body with another tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be a death doula. Do you? Yeah, because what doula are you right now? I'm a soul doula. You're a soul doula, but I've read about death doulas. I, yes. And that's actually something I meant to talk to you about eventually is like, because I wanted to know if, I'm sure you've heard about it. I'm sure you've read into it. I just had this conversation yesterday about wanting to do the death doula. Let's 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 learn together. Yeah, because for me, this goes along with my healing too, but I've always been the type of person where if I'm afraid of something I want to jump into it so death for me is really terrifying yes because I've never lost anyone super 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 close to me wow um thankfully yeah you know I mean I've lost people but uh yeah so death doula for me would be I think so powerful yeah I mean just it's just interesting because it's like I, I keep reading more about it and it because they say like everything in life, if you break it down, it all connects to death. Yep. Everyone's fear of dying. Yep. Um, that's pretty much behind a lot of things in people's lives or whatever. And I think personally, my guesstimate on that is because we don't know where the hell we go. Mm-hmm. We don't know what happens, mm-hmm. you know, and obviously um we'll never know until until it, it happens. happens but 
I've really been researching a lot lately. And like you said, I have an app on my phone. It's called We Croak. <laughs> and it's a picture of a frog. But basically, it, it gives you like a reminder five times a day. It's like these quotes and stuff from these like, you know, um, educators from, you know, people who have been in history or just like everyday people that have this like wisdom to share about death and some of it's beautiful and it's like I'm starting to realize like you know maybe we need to start looking at death as like the next adventure Mm -hmm. or our new like you know that's going to be our real life you know this is just like temporary we're learning lessons but maybe this is just maybe there's just after we die like that's when we really start to live yeah and I think that's so fucking cool mm-hmm. and you know if and who knows right we don't know but no. what's so wrong about thinking about it that way because even though we really don't know but if we can have that like calmness and like live our life to the fullest and then get to a point where it might come time for us to go and I'm not saying like I'll I won't be scared mm-hmm. when it's time probably have some anxiety about it but like at the same time maybe I'll also be a little bit like I'm ready right you know like I don't have many regrets like I feel like I've did the best that I could and that's all that anyone can ask of me and yep. it's like let's just do this thing yeah that's beautiful and I think one of my Reiki friends this is the first time I've ever heard of somebody even saying it it's she said I can't wait to go back home you know so thinking of it in a way of like you get to go back well yeah especially if you know if if what we feel is true we're like you know like you were saying our souls like you know are here to learn lessons and we come into these different lives and learn these different things like yeah I mean we could be up there just being like hey what's up right nice to see you again Mm -hmm. how was your time down there because mine was hell of a time (laughs) (laughs) I always make a joke with people because I feel really exhausted like just in general with life not just because I'm working three jobs right now and I feel like I'm doing all the things but even before that I have this like feeling of like I don't want to say like I'm an old soul, but I just feel like I have lived some years <laughs> and I'm tired. And I always joke around with people. I go, I swear to God, this better be it. <laughs> I don't want to come back here. Like, please don't send me back. Please let me like be just ready to be done learning. I like just, I go, I swear to God, if I come back in the year 2050, I'm going to be pissed. The hell. <laughs> I just can't. I just can't deal with it. But um, yeah, it's interesting. That's just, I think it's, yeah, past lives or something that I'm, I very, very much think that there's a connection. There's something. There's something. I don't know. I don't know what it is. But I don't either. I just but have this like so, weird feeling. So fascinating. It's there's, super fascinating. There's a couple books that I, I'll, we can link, but there's two that I'm thinking of one. And the one is by Brian Weiss. It's called okay. Past Lives. And then there's another one. A psychologist wrote it. It's about past lives. I can't remember who wrote it. 
but it's about children's experiences because there was this one that I'm thinking of and this little boy, he kept telling his mom, you know, mom, like I died in a fire and, and so she just was like, oh, well, he's a little kid. Like, what is he talking about? So they went to where this little boy was saying that he died in a fire and he explained that he was a woman and like all of this sorts of stuff. And then they ended up looking it up and it was like, it was, it it matched up. Yeah. And he had, you know, they'll have like birthmarks that are similar to Mm. scar, you know, very interesting stuff. So I will link those. And then as I hit myself in the face with this microphone, always learning. Yeah, that seems that sounds very interesting. Yeah, they were super, super. Cool. I really want to get hypnotized and like to the point where like I maybe talk about some oh, past like the lives. past life regression stuff. Yes, you did mention that. My therapist that I speak with on a regular basis, he does hypnosis, hmm. but I don't know if he's trained like in that exact. Mm-hmm. But he's really spiritual, and he's into some things, too. So I'm going to have to ask him about that. What do you call it? Past life regression. Past life regression. And there's also Akashic Records that you can access on your own in meditation. Um, because they use that sometimes to help you heal, yeah. right? With yep. whatever, if you're going through a traumatic experience or if you did go through something and you're just having a really hard time pushing through, mm-hmm. I've read that that helps you kind of understand where you came from yeah. and maybe understand the connections as to why you're feeling that pain or why that's happening or why you feel this way. Oh, well, it was because in your fifth life, you know, you were doing this and this happened to you. And I don't know. Yeah, it seems they do, super awesome. They though. do that and they do, it's called TRE, it's trauma release exercises or rapid eye movement things. And then they will like have you move your eyes certain ways. And then there's yoga for trauma release exercises because I was just talking about this yesterday. We carry trauma in our bodies. And so, you know, that that also can be used too to, to help you like process through. And it's very interesting. I would like to process through some things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've never personally done it, but I think that a lot of people I've talked to that have done it say it's really powerful stuff. That's awesome. So tell me a healing story. A healing story. About yourself. Hmm. Let's end this on like a real personal note. Let's talk about uh, a brief, maybe a time in your life where you went through some shit and the ways, what you did to heal or cope or whatever you needed to do to get past that. And it can be as small as like, I sprained my ankle to, you know, some kind of health issue, whatever you choose. So the one I'll tell later, because that one's pretty in-depth, but this one, I was 16, and the thyroid, as you know, I'm sure, controls a lot of your body. Mm -hmm. And when I was 16, it was just like a really weird hormonal, you know, it's a weird time. Ugh. Super awful. Girl, I hear you. It's the worst. So (laughs) So hard. I, like... 
Yeah, I ended up going to my endocrinologist who I have to see for my type 1 diabetes. And I was just feeling really drained and I didn't know what was going on. So she took my blood work and it came back with that I had Hashimoto's, which is pre-thyroid, like hypothyroidism. And basically she just said, take this medicine, it'll be fine. And I'm not a big medication person. I never have been. Like, I just don't necessarily agree with it for my body. So, again, we're not doctors, so don't listen Yeah, this, this to your is, own advice. But yeah. I went back, and I told her, I said, I don't want to take this anymore. And she got a little, little sassy with me, <laughs> and she said, well, so what are you going to do? And I said, I'd like to heal myself through food. And... She was like, okay, what? Like, she can't force me to take it. So then her, like, fear-based thing said, she said, you'll have to get blood work every year. And I said, fine, that's fine. So stopped taking it. I did a lot of, like, juices and smoothies. and, And it's actually, so your thyroid, you know, it's your throat center. So I actually joined a, a choir and I think that at that time, like, my throat chakra was so blocked off. And singing actually helps release that energy in there. So on top of those two things, I have not been on medication since I was 16. And it's come back perfect every time. That's awesome. Yeah. That's a really cool story, Em. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So sometimes, you know, you just have to feel into what's right for your body. Yeah. And I didn't want to take it, so... I didn't. And you figured out other ways that work for you. Yeah. I mean, and there's, everyone's different. Everyone has different ways of healing and doing things that are best for them. But that's really awesome. It's cool. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. Now you'll have to share. Yeah. I would say, um, I guess mine's a little bit similar. It's with healing with foods Mm. and stuff like that. But um, I had a rash that I broke out all over my body. It was spreading two years ago. It was like, and oh my gosh, I was trying to a little bit think about what the name of the rash was because I was going to the doctor because it like started um, on my back Mm. and then I was getting it on my ankles and I was getting it like under some like moister areas of my body. So like under my armpits, mm-hmm. like in my inner thighs. And it was like spreading and growing and it was really weird. And it kind of started looking like, not like boils, but like it wasn't pretty. It yeah. was really like kind of weird. And um, so I went to the doctor, my family doctor, which was stupid really. I think I should have started somewhere else, probably a dermatologist. But I just went to my doctor because I think I was going for a physical anyway. And I'm like, what's going on here? They're like, oh, you have ringworm. We're going to give you medication for this. So we started out on that. Well, then it didn't go away. So then I went back in. Hey, I still have this. Oh, well, it's not ringworm. It's, um, oh, gosh, I forget what it's called. It's like something that you can get if you're in like hot tubs or something like that. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Um, so then he told me I had that. So then they gave me. Uh, some steroid medication they gave me a steroid shot in my ass and then they gave me like these pills which by the way I don't know if anyone else who has taken steroids has this awful like side effect but they say that's why you have to kind of start with one and then you build up because it's like 
I think it's just the way it affects your body. And then when you're done with it, you're supposed to like wean yourself off. You're not supposed mm. to just cut off of it because I break out. Even if I wean myself off, I break out in like this crazy rash all over my face. It's itchy. It's like these small little zits. Um, I don't know how else to describe it. It's awful. And I mean, it eventually goes away. But it's like talk about like scary. Like what, right. what is happening here? Um, yeah, steroids. Not cool. So that didn't work. So finally, I was like, this is stupid. So I went to a dermatologist in Meadville. They did a biopsy. They told me what I had, which I am so sorry. I can't remember. Uh, Maybe I'll post about it or something once I – because there's so many names thrown out there right now in my mind that what it was or what they said it was. But basically they said it was something that was along the lines of an autoimmune disease, and they really didn't know how to – how to oh, cure it. Awesome. But I was like kind of relieved that I kind of at least now know like this is something that like is happening to me because at first I'm like I'm going crazy here. Like what is happening? Like why is this not going away? So I read more about it and what it was saying is, you know, something's going on. You're, you know, your immune system is like over, you know, it's overreacting or it's like attacking something or whatever. Um, also stress was highly related to it, which – now that I'm thinking about it, I might have been pretty stressed out back then. Um, among other things, uh, just um, inflammation. Yeah. So I decided, you know, they told me again to go on steroids or go on this medication. I'm like, no, like I can't do it again. So medical medium is this guy who I have all of his books and he basically it's about the power of healing through food. And celery juice, which is now super trendy and it's all over the place. Um, He was like the first person I've ever read about that, like really zoned in on celery juice and the benefits. I juiced the hell out of some celery for months and um, I really changed up my diet and I did an elimination diet and I did a Whole30 program and it was a lot of work, but my rash went away and it hasn't been back since. Now, I know from reading it can get inflamed sometimes, but it's also you know what you do to your body so like if you're eating a bunch of like inflaming induced foods like fried foods fast food all of the things that sometimes I like to eat um you know like baked goods sugar blah 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 so you know I just try to like I try to like be mindful and I try to remember like I don't want that rash all over my body again and I do still have like um some scars from it so I see sometimes the scars and I'm like yeah nope a reminder to not today blueberry muffin not today (laughs) all I don't even want to say all in moderation because I think that's a bunch of bullshit but that's for a different time so I did I also healed myself through food and just also exercising and changing up a couple things in my lifestyle so um it was hard work but it's super yeah but it's You know, you have to look at the long-term benefit, and it's like, how do you want to live the rest of your life? Better than steroids. Yep. Can't handle that. Ain't nobody got time. (sighs) So that's our, that's a sliver of some of our healing stories. Um, We would love to share uh, more with you. Maybe we can share some things on Instagram in the future, Mm -hmm. but also we would love to hear your healing stories. Like, tell us some things that you, you know, that happened to you that you healed from. Yeah. Whatever that may be, whether it's it's natural or medication. You know, I'm not – I don't think we're dissing medications here at all um, to each their own. I 
understand the med- medicinal purposes of medication. I also understand the healing purposes of natural things. So I think everyone's different and everyone reacts to things differently. So share your stories with us. We'd love to hear them. Yes, please. We'll make like a post on Instagram or something. Yeah. Yeah. I think we, yeah, we need to catch up on our Instagram. So yeah. we will be doing that at some point. So w- anything else? No, just go out and shine your beautiful light on the world around you and just know that you are so very loved. That's beautiful. You are. And so are you, you. So are you, Dina. Aww. All right. Well, we'll be back hopefully sooner than later. And if there's any topics that you want to hear us talk about, um, please feel free to DM us, email us. All of our information is at breathing spaced on Insta. Um, yep. And we'll be uh, we'll be around. Have a beautiful day. See you soon.